Welcome to Side Note. I'm Danny Day. And I'm Nishay. In this episode, we conclude our first conversation with music producer Lawrence Qualls. He shares some beautiful insight into his healing journey and how anger almost cost him his career and mental health. We also talk about perceptions, self-care, and the value of accountability. Our hope in sharing this conversation is that you'll feel comfortable examining your own journey, know that you're not alone, be inspired to improve, and reach out for any help you might need. Thanks for joining us. Speaking to getting rid of clutter and making way in your mind and in your spirit for your purpose to shine. Nishay and I, in our podcast, talk about a lot of different aspects of that, going through our life experiences and gleaning whatever wisdom we can from them and being honest. And one of the things that we started talking about was started from a conversation she and I were having because I was very angry. (laughs) So anger kind of was a thing that we were delving into. And as two women and also as two mothers of sons, it'd be really good to kind of hear your experience, your struggle, your triumph over, your walking with, whatever point you're at with it, with anger, because that's a huge mental clutter. Like anger will make it to where you, you can't even see your way out of a paper bag like you can't yeah. even you you don't even and, know what you can and you can really hurt someone yes. Mm-hmm. yes like let's be let's be frank like you can really hurt someone yep physically you know emotionally you know yeah. verbally you can really hurt someone because yeah. you have all of this bottled up anger um I think I'm probably the best person to talk about this. I, I was very, <laughs> as the, as um, my grandfather would say, like I was cool as a cucumber, but if you piss me off, I go into this place where now I have to destroy you. Mm. And that, that was just crazy. Um, mm. I, you know, I, there would be times I would get so mad and so frustrated and just so like, once I got done with being mad, like I would, physically feel weak and I'm a big guy you know I haven't seen you guys in a long time I'm 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 six six now so <laughs> I, wow. I'm a, did you grow <laughs> <laughs> so, to feel weak yeah it, it, it just was like it was just tearing away at me mm-hmm. and also with battling with anger it caused me to lose work situations and work relationships that I should have been more mature to maintain opposed to allowing anger to overtake me and put me in position where I'm on the outskirts from certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of that come from, you know, childhood, being with my grandparents all the time, you know, me and my mom not having the strongest relationship mm-hmm. and then my mom being a young parent, my mom had me when she was uh she was sixteen going on seventeen Whoa. when she got she was wow. sixteen when she got pregnant and then she was turning seventeen when she had me. Wow. So this is a child raising a child. Right. right. So a lot of things I've experienced, you know, from, from, from that perspective is like a lot of a lot of her disappointment. Mm. 
was put on to me and it was taken out on me because, you know, it's like, you know, when you get mad, you need somebody there to go off on, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of the frustration and because, because my mom had to grow up and be an adult, you know, a lot of the frustration was a lot of choice words and a lot of things that, you know, um, made her feel how she felt. Yeah. And it, I don't think she meant any of this stuff. I just think it was just the the wear and tear of life that was really like putting a toll on her right. for her to be so young to to accept this big, great thing of, you know, do it yourself, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And, yourself, and it comes so. in cycles, too. And it comes in cycles. learned it from somewhere. And her being a young woman. Yeah. Like, just think about all of the, the, the pressure and just the... So I understand that now. Yeah. Right. But right. a lot of the anger came from because I felt like my mom hated me or my mom was frustrated with me because I was growing and my clothes was expensive and she didn't have help. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it was different things, different real things that we dealt with. But she always pulled through and she always made a way. Mm-hmm. But she dealt with a lot in the midst of it yeah you know i absorbed all of that anger because i felt like i wasn't accepted i felt like my mom didn't support me like you know i just felt like i was a total failure i felt like you know my mom didn't care about nothing i did and i tried so hard um i wasn't the greatest in school but i tried to be so hard in the arts because my mom was a singer Mm. And my mom was so talented at different things. So I thought if I could wow her with those things, it, I, I can feel a little more accepted. Yeah. Stay with my grandparents because I felt accepted by them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so with, with dealing with all of that and dealing with not having a real uh, father figure, having my uncles and stuff and, you know, having my grandfather, but it's it's different when those very uncles have to go tend to their own children. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like you left there like Wow. Yeah. So me, myself, and I'm I'm sure a million other men out there have those similar stories. May not be the same circumstance, mm-hmm. but have those those similar stories. And, you know, we came up in a generation where the fathers weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, just unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, the mothers held it down. They played both roles. So that's a factor mm-hmm. that we all have to take into consideration. Um, you can't be something that you don't know about. You know, you can't yeah. be a father if you didn't have a father. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. Because the perception of because you know my generation and and and, and generations, you know other you know older brothers, their perception of being a good father is materialistic things. Mm-hmm. Given here, here, go get the sneakers, go get the mm-hmm. video, go get the clothes, or I'm a, or I bought you a car, mm-hmm. or here's some money for you and your friends to go away. Yeah, but it's not real parenting and time and investing. Um, But I said all that to say, all of those factors are very instrumental in this whole hate rage thing that we possess. Yeah. And, um, 
you have to you have to find peace. You have to get it to a place where of maturity, where you can release all those things, so that way you can be good to your kids and be good to you know our women and be good to your family and you know do the things that we're supposed to do. Some people don't want to change, so you have to accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, if anger is a thing that is holding you back from your destiny, then you have to remove those things. Yeah. Mm. And it will. It will. It will. <laughs> because you'll fly right off the handle and end up, like I said, you'll end up hurting someone badly mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you have all of that bottled up anger and, and malice and just all of that stuff. And man, <laughs> that's energy. Yeah. It is. It that's is. Energy. You put it into destroying someone, you're going to do it. Yeah. That's, that's the, truth. the truth. So I know for me, there are certain things that I kind of hold and feel a way about. And I wonder for you, what are some of the steps that you took or some of the things that you found helpful to you in kind of dealing with that as you grow and as you become more aware of even where her mind was at, you know, at the time, like you were saying, she's young, she was young and now you understand a lot of things. Like me, I understand a lot of things, but the anger over certain things having happened still sits with me sometimes. So I wonder, you know, what, what, what do you say to that? Like, wh- how, how do you mitigate that anger with your newfound knowledge and like moving forward with your life? <laughs> you have to take back the power from the things that hurt you. Mm. You have to kind of um, get to a place where you, uh, where it doesn't affect you no more, where you're not afraid of what affected you anymore. Remove the power from those things. And once you do that, then you can make a choice if it affects you or not still. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really up to you. And I think even being scared, all of that stuff is a a choice in a sense. It's a choice. Um, How are you with forgiveness? Because I feel like that goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. You gotta take back the power. That's what that was like. You you have to, but the second thing would be forgiveness. Like you gotta forgive those people and like, genuinely, legitly mm. forgive them. Yeah. Accept your wrong in the situation, accept their wrong. Nine times out of ten is their wrong. But <laughs> you gotta hold yourself accountable too. Yeah. yeah. If you let someone else tell it, they're gonna say, Well you you yeah. everybody's got their That's own the story. Truth. Yep. It's the truth. You know, true or not, but it's just once it's put out there, it's a thing, you know? So Yeah. Definitely forgiveness. It's not easy. Yeah. Part is but to ultimately be free, you have to release those things. And yeah. it's easier said than done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and play, you know. <laughs> Stroke your beard. but the reality is that's that's part of the exercise right sometimes forgiveness is a one-time thing and sometimes it's a thing that you have to kind of do over and over again Mm -hmm. if you realize that there's something deeper and there's something more that you're holding on to it is sometimes it can be a daily thing or that person might rub you the wrong way again tomorrow and the next day depending on their proximity yeah. You know. That's what I'm saying. Like once you identify what it is, you remove the power from it, and then yeah. you can because you understand they they are lower vibrational. Mm-hmm. You you once you get that concept, 
and their vibrations, you understand that their vibrations are low, then you can move accordingly. But anyone that has a conscience, <laughs> once, uh, you know, once you've been forgiven, something in you should change and you should be able to fix whatever, you know, how you hurt someone or, or whatever you did to say, whatever you said to offend someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be able, if you have a conscience, you should be able to be, you know, to identify that, you know, you did something wrong and, and it's possible. Um, and then the last thing is when I was a, a young father and musician, a musician and I was trying to <laughs> facilitate my family on um, a musician's uh, salary from, you know, playing in clubs and stuff like that and not really making no real money, but doing what I could to help the family that I uh, created. It was just a lot of frustration with that. A lot of frustration. You know, over the course of time when we were gigging very uh, frequent and, you know, me and the Shay lived in New Jersey. So like I I would always like catch a ride with the Shay and like you said something that was like simple, but it's just something that stuck with me. And it was like, you know, you should really start meditating. Mm. And, and that's that's just something that I wanted to drop too. Um, just finding that time to be quiet and reflect on things and look at things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Take yourself outside of the situation and then look at it. And that's one of the gifts that you, you've given me um, just in our, our years and years of friendship and just, just having talks about numerous of situations and just uh, just being a big sister and, and, and looking out for your little brother. Um, that was something that I took and I didn't really tap into it until, you know, I was at a, I was in a really dark place and I just was like, you know, I'm not into, you know, I. I I was doing things to self self medicate, but I wasn't doing any hard stuff to self medicate. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna be honest, because the the truth is the light. Mm-hmm. So I was self medicating to numb from the stuff that I was dealing with and going through, and the adversities I was um, being challenged with as a young man, as a young father, as a musician, as you know, seeing all of these people doing the things that I want to do and, you know, seeing people gain success and, and all of the material things that I want, but no, I'm stuck. I felt I'm stuck being this. And it just was a, it just was like a mind thing. And it yeah. just was driving me crazy, mm-hmm. you know? And so I know that I'm speaking to someone that's that's listening and, and receiving this those thoughts could drive you crazy completely and guess what those thoughts fuel anger Mm -hmm. because you're not getting the things that you deserve or you feel that you should have or things are piling up on you or you feel like there's no help or you're covering someone or someone is covering you but you can't break through or Mm -hmm. they can't break through you go from being frustrated to being angry to being straight up mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much the progression too. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. You know, well, A, first I'll say that that is totally Nashe, big sister, <laughs> like full of amazing advice or 
or even simply her example of of being in the way that she is so i i echo everything that you just said yeah it's, it's the it's the truth that tip about meditating you know i i recently had to really teach my sons that one because you know when they look at the news they're constantly seeing people that look like them that are either incarcerated or killed or they're, they're, they're old enough now to see what's going on. And there was a lot of anger, I think, that I was starting to sense in my biggest boy, because he's a teenager now. And he knows once you go from being cute and cuddly, you get a little height and a little bass in your voice. You're a man now. It doesn't matter that you're only 14 and your yeah. mama still has to tell you to brush your teeth. It doesn't matter. Like the world, like people will see you as uh, a as a man now Mm. and the the way that that kind of was making him feel I had to really be careful about what they were looking at like I had to say let's not watch that mess anymore because like you said it constantly feeds this there's this messaging that's happening again and again that makes you believe a certain it can if you're not careful believe a certain narrative about yourself or your future or what's going to happen to you and to get them to kind of pay more attention to focusing on who do you want to be who are you what are your gifts what are your talents who do you want to be don't think about if i'm even going to make it to 30 don't think about that you know god god is the master of all things none of us know how long yeah. are we gonna make it? So don't mm-hmm. sit and worry about those things because that's what you're constantly being bombarded with. Think about what you do want to do and where you do want to go and what you yeah. do want to accomplish and who you yeah. are in your heart, not what they say that you are. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I guess I mentioned that because I know that there are a lot of black men, especially, who are angry about what they're seeing in the world, are angry about how people assume or or you know what people assume about them, not knowing them in any way. You're a tall, big guy, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and take up space. You take up space. <laughs> Your presence is felt. Presence I can tell felt. you there was more than a few occasions when we had gigs and and just walking down the street with you, I felt safer. Felt safe. I felt, felt the same safe. Way. I felt Ain't safe. nobody gonna try me. El Boogie on the street and El Boogie on the kit. I'm, I'm good. Feel good. <laughs> good. It's the truth. It's the truth. I used to feel safe, like because you were around, and I knew mm-hmm. that, like, just the way it even presented. You know, I don't think anybody wants to mess with mm-hmm. you <laughs> on today. But on today or any other day. <laughs> but in the same token, that also sometimes can can cause people to treat you a certain way mm-hmm. or receive you a certain way or even perceive your anger a certain way. Even if your anger is justified, perceive you a certain way. Yes. You know? Those are just some thoughts that kind of crossed my mind as 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 you were mentioning these things. And, and just to piggyback off of what you just mm-hmm. said, it's so true. Like, even in the professional realm with work, you know, I've had people tell me like, man, you're so talented, but I, I just didn't know how to approach you because you just look angry and mad. And I was like, wow, like, <laughs> if you come up and talk to me, it, it probably it probably will blow your mind, you know? Um, yeah. I've experienced a lot of different things in my life. So I always come from a militant stance and sometimes that's intimidating. You know. The perceptions, I think, is um, that's one of the things that I'm I'm understanding more and more now, is that you can be going through one thing 
and people look at you and assume their perception is correct and they respond to you as if their perception is correct and they treat you and talk to you as if their perception is correct and that's where so much miscommunication happens because it's like for me my bend has always been towards I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel if I say that everything is okay I mean it but if I say something is wrong I mean that too yeah you know and there's no like (laughs) I'm not gonna like throw any in between but that's always that's also in my life has been perceived as she's running some kind of game because it you know it's got to be but i'm not even thinking about you you know i i could be worried about you know my hair or my shoes that's, or, that's, the, that's, the, that's the weird thinking of like you know people always humans. think it's undertone when yeah it's like, not, like it's not an undertone and so the gift that i've been given lately is i I started listening to this she's actually a researcher her name is brene brown and one of the things that she says is that when dealing with people whenever you have like a perception like maybe you think somebody's mad at you or you think somebody's upset or you you know whatever's going on to tell them listen this is the story i'm telling myself Mm. Um, you looked at me funny or you you said something that was off and the story that I'm telling myself is, you know, X, Y, and Z. Can you help me understand what the real story is? And so mm. often it's a different story. Right. It's a totally different story. And so like, I love that because it's a way to open a door and say, listen, I want to know what you're thinking, but the, like the story I'm telling myself is, is whatever's going on in my head. Um, and I think it's important. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And, and like you said, it, as long as you stand firm in your position and, you know, accept the things that you want and, and disregard the things that you don't, you should be fine, you know? Yeah, and that's hard. Boundaries, what you just said was boundaries. Yeah, you gotta be in a certain place to even be in that mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone is not there. So for them, it's gonna be like, it's gonna confuse them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They won't know how to respond to you, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Self-care is what's needed in this time. Self-care, and I think self-care would eliminate a lot of this mental health um, issues that we're dealing with as a people. If you learn how to get, if you learn how to tap into yourself and be accountable. And I, I, That's you a know, big word. A That's big, a big word. word for all ages. <laughs> yes. all ages. And I mean, from, from 18 years old until whatever, be yeah. accountable. A lot of people don't want to be accountable. That's and true. You know, over the last couple of years, we've been experiencing like all of our great entertainers and and leaders, you know, falling from choices that they made in the past. Yeah. And it's like a lot of times you're faced with that stuff because you never were, you never, you know, you never was held accountable for those things. Right. Yes. And so once that happens, it felt like it's the end of the world. And, you know, it's not. Feel- they feel like they're being attacked and mm-hmm. someone trying to destroy them. And it's not that. It's like. And you, you can know. always say, hey, you know, I made a mistake. I did the wrong thing. I made a bad choice and I'm yeah. going to learn from it. And I'm choosing to. That's also accountability, too. Like you know? accepting and, and, willing, and being willing to change and changing. Yeah. I'm just saying it, but actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Because 
like it's an it's it's a verb. <laughs> it is. It's an action. Yep, for sure. It is. Because I can tell you all day, but showing you that I've learned from that mistake mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. Showing you that I have accepted the wrongdoing is different. It's totally different. Your your best ability is your availability and accountability. Mm-hmm. Once I feel like once you know our brothers get to that point where we can accept that. I think we'll be a lot more stronger than what we are now. Yes, I yes, we'll be a lot more stronger because you know, again, removing that clutter, removing removing those things that's blocking us, and you know, you can't you can't you can't half-ass it. You have to go all the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not an easy journey. We accept that, and we understand that. You know, all of these things they take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes time. But that just original decision to say, hey, I'm going to do something different in my approach because what I've been doing is not working and I'm not feeling at peace inside. Because as soon as you say, I'm going to take responsibility for my actions, the peace that you get Mm -hmm. is unmatchable, you know? It's unmatchable because it's like, okay, I know I did it. I know I, you know, I said the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing, whatever it is. I threw the wrong thing, whatever, you know, I washed the wrong thing (laughs) is whatever it is. But as soon as you get into the rhythm and the pattern of being able to say, I, you know, I'm responsible for myself and I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame you for what I've done. I'm going to take accountability for what I've done. But now if the thing is still falling apart, I need you to carry your weight too yeah. you know if you're working with somebody else but the peace that you get nobody can take that away from you yeah, no, it can't and, and, and sometimes <laughs> it puts you in a space where you just want to be alone because it's like you understand what those vibrations bring into your space it's not that you don't love people it's not that you don't want to be around them it's just that when you have that certain peace you you know I used to wonder why people would go live up in the woods or go live far. <laughs> I understood that. I thought it was crazy, right? But <laughs> it's real because peace of mind is is better than money. It's better than fame. It's better than all of that. It's and it really is. Not, and you know the sadistic mindset of of the the tainted world makes you think ah you even went crazy or they try to dismiss Mm -hmm. you as crazy or dismiss you as this and that but when you leave here you leave here alone Mm -hmm. so it's up to you to heal it's up to you to restore your body and restore your mind and you know break away from the, the the immaturity and you know the the mindset and remove the figures that have such an influence in a negative way in your your mind and in your life remove those things and people yeah um you know just just try something different Mm -hmm. and so again like i um I had to go through all of that, you know, mm. um, because I, I was at the point where I was angry and I was just angry and I would listen to myself being angry. <laughs> and while I'm going off, you know what I'm doing? I'm blaming everybody but myself. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing out what everybody did wrong to me and not even looking at the, the man in the mirror. 
I'm so, I mean, without any condescension, because when people say I'm proud of you, it can sound, but I'm so hey, freaking I proud of so you. I'm so proud of you too. Oh, I'm so like, the growth is beautiful. It's beyond oh. your words. It's even just like your vibe. Like, I just feel like you've been realizing some things and, and this quarantine has treated you, your mind. Yeah, and even and even before then, you know, because mm -hmm. you know my mom died in 2018. Oh yes. So I went through a whole. I went through the whole 2019, just rebuilding. Mm -hmm. Um, just rebuilding. So that's why I now. But I, mm -hmm. the worst for me is losing my mother. Yeah. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's the ultimate. You know, because yeah. that's flesh of my flesh. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm. That's I'm that. That's you your know, origin, yeah. Yeah. I feel like who I was l died with my mom, and it left me. Mm. And it was like, okay, what you gonna do now? Mm. You know? um, that's how I felt. So I, again, like I said, I just had to get to a place where I can isolate so safely. You know, keep my thoughts safe and and the inspiration up. Yeah. But uh, I had to isolate myself to really like figure out what's next and. Um, that's how I was able to dive into the work uh, so deeply. It's uh, it's it's been working out, but it's it's not about the gains. It's about what I should have been doing. Right. <laughs> I should have been investing in myself, you know, um, instead of relying on other situations to be the end all, be all for me, you know. Yeah. Um, we have these romantic relationships, and you know. A lot of those vibes and things it attach onto you, so you got to get rid of a lot of that stuff, so you can properly free. You know, mm. not talking about anything in particular, but just like the whole concept of that. Mm -hmm. Like when you attach people to your world, um, it's like a stain. Like if you drop something on your shirt, it's gonna stay there until you wash it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you move, that stain is on you. It's, it's still right. there. Right. Right. <laughs> You know, and I just I feel free, you know, and I'm not I'm not as talkative. Um, I just I feel free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a beautiful that's a, thing. Yeah. Everything that you're talking about are things that like, for example, what you just said about how being careful who you attach yourself to and all the things that kind of come with our attachments. That's something that I wish I knew when I was much younger yeah. you know because we've all we've all experienced that where you just realize how habits change or mentality changes or just the joy in your spirit can be affected by who you link yourself to romantically friends you know whatever and work, so it work wise. yes oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah mm -hmm. you know that's a real wise thing that you've just said and that's the that's the hope of of these types of conversations so that the listener can listen and hear some of the wisdom that we've gained over the years and it sounds like you've really been yeah. thinking a lot and and diving deep you know yeah yeah of course um, i um i have i have children i'm raising so from the perspective of that i didn't have a perspective i didn't have a figure like you said like if i had someone when I was younger to, to that had the experience and overcame it, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it would have been great, you know, to have that. But I, I learned the hard way. I uh, made a lot of decisions that were hard lessons. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't call them, they're not defeats and they're not, they're just hard lessons. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, need, you need both 
you know, you need yeah. the balance. Definitely. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, because adversity, in, a, in that adversity, in those hard lessons, you do learn. It, it is a choice. It sounds like you've gone the self-awareness path because some people detach from learning those things about themselves and understanding those things about themselves and they they make that choice to not you know, go deeper you know how when you go through something devastating you always find everyone always try to find a thing to kind of heal them mm-hmm. and for me mastery was a thing i just mm-hmm. happened to mastery and um master the things that I possess, master the gifts that I have, and master the intelligence that I have, and the awareness, and just sharpen. I'm a big buff on chess, so I got back into that. Oh, and I just, did, I just did different things to mourn, if that makes sense. I was mourning through those things, and I, I was holding on to those things because that was my way of like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, instead of doing that, instead right. of doing that. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness is everything and accountability. Mm-hmm. Yes. The best ability is accountability and availability. The um, best ability is accountability. accountability. I like and that one. Come on. Morris, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So it's of like um, having the mind to grow and having the mind to be aware of what you are around, who you are. And that's really what it boils down to. Like, who are you? Yep, that's it. Who are you? If you, we talked about, um, we have a, a podcast that we talked about self-awareness. And the question that we were were centered around is, who are you if nothing nothing external defines you, right? So not like how you look, what you do for a living, your title as a, as a mother, a father, a friend, like who are you? And that's what you've tapped into is that mastery of like the things that you possess yeah. internally, manifesting those things into positive ways, right? Yeah. It's like assertive anger. You, you were going through mourning, a grieving process, and mm-hmm. you turned that into something productive. Yeah, so with keeping certain principles that she taught, Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, not allowing myself to fall into certain ditches. Um, I, can't, I just, I just, um, I'm grateful to God that he was able to keep me strong and keep me focused. And um, so now I'm just like in a space where it's just, you know, like I said earlier, it's just free and calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's know? beautiful. And creating. And creating. And creating. Creating. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> wait to like delve into your project you know oh man it's gonna be so interesting you're gonna really love it i got some other stuff coming up too and i've just been expanding just just tapping into areas that i didn't think that you know i could do mm-hmm. and i think once you once you do that you really find out what you're made of and you find out like how much of a champion you are or you know or what you're going to become yeah so um, I'm just grateful and I'm just looking forward to what's, uh, what's coming next. Yeah. And, and I want to thank you guys for giving me this opportunity, you know, coming on your platform and speaking. And, and I'm glad we didn't talk all about music because it's like a lot of times people just want to know music, music, music. Who are you working with? Which is, none yeah. of that matters. What matters is me. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the exactly. person behind the music. You guys diving into more questions that um, shines a light on where I'm at uh, mentally. So this is amazing. Thank you right. so much, Elle. I appreciate it. Lawrence. Oh, I love yes. you guys. You guys are my sisters. You guys, uh, I mean, you already know. Yeah. Awesome. So give give us a, um, a link where people can find your music and find you. All of my music is on uh, Spotify, Apple Music. It's on Tidal. It's on all of the major platforms. Um, I just released a single called Apocalypse, where just kind of talking to you know the things we've been dealing with with all of the police brutality and the, the murdering of um, ones from our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to say something, mm-hmm. and the song Apocalypse it demonstrates that. Also, I have uh, for you know all of my producers out there, beat makers that's uh, listening. I have uh, my sample pack. It's called Boogaloo to God Junk and Trash Kits, and it's actually you can actually go to the website Boogaloo to God Junk and Trash Kits dot com, and I got that going on. And I'm releasing the uh, the Adventures of Boogaloo the album on Christmas. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> going to be streaming on all platforms and available on Apple Music, Amazon, uh, Google Play. Last but not least, we're also working on a short film as well. Um, so I, I've really been diving into like work nonstop, nonstop. So That's um, awesome. just keep a lookout. Yeah, we got some yes. really cool content coming. I did all of the, the, the scoring for the movie, for the short film. It's going to be a short film about preservation. You know, pursuing your destiny. You know, just just a glimpse of what happens when you're on this journey. Mm-hmm. You know, because people need to see it, and a younger generation need to see it. So yes, awesome. We'll make sure to put all the links in the description box so that people can find you. Yes, uh, and and I'm on Instagram as well at uh, boogaloo underscore the underscore god. Uh, the is spelled D A. Because it's the. thank you for listening to side note we hope you're inspired by this conversation please check the description box for links mentioned during the episode and to contact us we love hearing from you